Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and relives our escape attempts over and over again for every movie show in one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And just a reminder that you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And if you want to rate us on a podcast app, whichever one has ratings, you can do that. That's a pretty much the best thing you can do for any podcast. And with that, today's episode is about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 11. Wake up! Original air date, January 24th, 2017. And here's a quick uh, synopsis of what happens. In a stupid flashback from five days ago, Agent May goes to Radcliffe's house to pick up Ada to use to help defeat Eli Morrow. Uh, we see this is also when Radcliffe had Ada overpower Agent May and replace her with Robo May. Four days later, real May wakes up from her dream state, which is what we saw in last week's episode. Uh, the day after that, which I guess would be now, Radcliffe has made some changes that are keeping her in a stable, unconscious state. That hints that he has another LMD inside of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> Agent May wakes up from her dream state and escapes, but it turns out she's in a never-ending loop inside the framework. The S.H.I.E.L.D. team is going to publicly have Daisy sign the Sokovia Accords, during which time they will plant a bug inside of Senator Nadir's office. Talbot doesn't like that idea. During the hearing, Coulson and Yo-Yo are caught, and Nadir uses that to make an example of S.H.I.E.L.D. Robo May figures out that Radcliffe is involved with whatever's up with her, and she confronts him. She tries to fight the programming and take out Radcliffe, but she can't. That's when S.H.I.E.L.D. enters and arrests Radcliffe. After arresting Radcliffe, Agent Fitz figures out that Radcliffe himself is an LMD, um, and the real Radcliffe is working with Senator Nadir. Finally, Mac mysteriously runs off. It bothers Yo-Yo for the entire episode. At the end, he explains that he went to see his ex, Nicole, to provide emotional support before what would have been their deceased daughter's birthday. Oh. It's usually not a depressing at the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe I should have put that at the beginning or something. Yeah. yeah. Usually we gotta wait for, like, Jessica Jones to be that depressing. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Yep. All right. Uh, starting up with our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. You're work. It's too slow. I'm sorry. We all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? So, um, the title... Which is wake up! I'm I'm saying it like that in case anyone's listening to this like on their way to work during a commute. It, it will just help them get ready for the day. <laughs> but the, the title "Wake Up" is um about May waking up to the fact that she's in the framework briefly before they erase her memory, mm-hmm. and Robu May awakening to the fact that she's LMD, and also um all these characters at one point in their life, probably sometime that day, were asleep. And they all woke up to start this adventure. <laughs> the The third one's conjecture, but I'm pretty sure about it. <laughs> okay, all right, that's 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 fair. Um, maybe not Robo Radcliffe in this one. Um, mm-hmm. He's probably the only one, and I guess Ada. But that's it. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, at some point they woke up and became. You turned them on. 
Yeah, okay. All right. I guess if we're counting that as, as a sleep cycle yeah. of some sort. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I'm trying to think of something else now. I, I should really start um, trying to see if I can think of something else to add to your to your stuff. Uh, not going to do that today. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard because uh, I don't think you have. Oh, damn it. Never mind. I was going to be. I was going to try to fit in the word "wake up," but it's like you have woken up. Nope, it doesn't work the same way. <laughs> nope, not at all. Nope. <laughs> um, my only other fast fact is that they name drop a uh, Deathlock in this. That the LMDs have Deathlock's eye tech, which, yeah, cool. But couldn't they just use a regular camera? <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're using human eyes. <laughs> I, I I guess that's true. Um, I guess Real we. I mean. Real small camera technology, I think, already exists without being sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, got the size of it on our phones. Like, even mm-hmm. the really good ones are smaller than a human eye. Um, well, maybe, I mean, it doesn't have to be just, like, the sensor. It could be other things, too. Um, I wonder, back when we first met Radcliffe in last season, season three, um Simmons was going to like do eye surgery on him or something, right? Like that was the the test to see if she really knew what she was talking about. Do you think that was Deathlock Eye? If he just reused the same thing? I'm sure it was. I mean, yeah. I mean, how many eye, super eye technologies do you think Simmons has? Well, I guess there's the Deathlock technology. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the thing that, uh, what was it, Hive in the first season was using to control people? Because they would always get their orders by seeing it in their eye. Is that also Deathlock related or no? Yes. Yes, that was Deathlock. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Then then one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I thought I had to. Those were all my fast facts. Do you have any? Uh, Nope. Nothing nothing came up. All right. Then let's uh, move on to the heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... All right. Uh, so we've got a couple of different storylines here. Um, do you have a preference on where we go, Tony? You usually no. have uh, better kept notes. Nope. Okay. Uh, well, then in that case, let's let's keep it simple. Um, we started by talking about Agent May. So let's talk about, um, I guess we'll, we'll start with real May. Um, side question before we get into it. Robo May, anything she's involved with? Are, are we keeping her in Hera? Um, no, I have her in Villains. All right, cool. That sounds good to me. So real May. Let's talk about her right now in the hero stuff. So um, she finds out that she's stuck in the framework. Um, Mm -hmm. That sucks. Uh, She's making it further and further. So it sounds like uh, Ada has to keep working to to keep her in there. Um, Which is a little confusing because I I would imagine that because once uh, real May makes it so far and then Ada wipes her memory and just starts over. Why not just wipe her memory again and have her start over? I mean, I think they do. Right? No, but, I she, mean, but she has to keep, like, adding levels and adding more stuff for May to, like, do stuff in. 
Oh, well, they say that she keeps getting further, like memory <laughs> traces. So I was like, I guess she can piece it together eventually. Like, if she reaches the same spot over and over and over again, she'll fight through it and wake up? I'm guessing? I don't know. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Yeah. So it's it's kind of this, like, weird deja vu kind of feeling, but she yeah. figures out. Okay, all right. I like that. That that explains that that explains it enough. Okay, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also talking about May. I I will admit that I was wrong. I <laughs> I was guessing like previous episodes that uh May was caught since she they had to reboot her brain. Um, but nope, they show exactly the time that she was caught, which was like what two episodes, three episodes ago. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I I will say I'm glad that they gave us a definite answer. That's nice. Um, mm. <laughs> but yeah, like neither of us remembered this at all. So yeah, um, but I mean that also makes perfect sense, does it? Eh, it makes enough yeah. sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's the only time May would have been there at Radcliffe's house. So yeah, o- it makes other sense than her recovery. Time. Yeah, true. Um, which. There were other people around at the time, right? Um, Simmons was around during that recovery state. Or I guess not the entire time. Um, yeah, because we get scenes back then of Ada and May just talking to each other when she doesn't realize that Ada's a robot. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, but at the same time, also, it's I guess it's good that it wasn't you know originally back then because at that point, no one knew what the Darkhold was. So, And Radcliffe didn't get this idea until he found out about the Darkhold. True. Yeah. At least, I guess we're assuming he didn't have... I mean, he didn't have all of the pieces. Maybe he was planning something. That part, I don't think we'll ever find out. But yeah. Pretty sure he's been pretty evil the whole time. That's a little sad. All right. Yeah. Yeah, all right. (laughs) Um, I've got nothing else for for real May. I don't know about you. That's it. Okay, cool. It was. I mean, it was awesome to, to see fight scene again it's uh i think it's been a little while since she's been up against someone who could hold their own against her so that's Mm -hmm. cool all right so i guess we're done with her (laughs) side of the story um so let's move on to so we've got the the shieldies dealing with uh daisy signing the uh the sokovia accords um so let's i i guess i don't know how to group these together um yeah i i have a few notes for everybody so you want to just go down my list (laughs) yeah let's let's go with that yours is probably at least organized a little bit better than than what i've got i've I've got colson i've got two notes for him (laughs) um well what is pretty much one note uh the fact that he wants to bug nadir's office during the signing ceremony i feel like he's he's being reckless and we've seen this a few times this season of him just being more reckless than we've seen before. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you think this is something that he would have signed off on if he were director still? Well, he kind of is, isn't he? After last episode. Oh yeah, you're right. Hmm. <laughs> well then never mind. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It, Talbot even uh, mentions that too. Um, Cause he, he picked up really quickly that the, uh, Colson basically took over. Um, hmm. Yeah, I I don't know what's up with Colson this season. 
I mean, do you think he's getting cocky? I mean, considering how things have kind of been going and like the types of things that they do, like, do you think he's just like, yeah, I've leveled up enough. I can do this stuff now. I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, almost like, Avengers level. Yeah, he's fought and defeated an alien god, which is like pretty much what um, Hive was. Mm-hmm. I mean, that literally got rid of the uh, the Kree on Earth, right? They, they basically made it sound like that was the whole reason. They got rid yeah. Of yeah. And um, he, even though like Hive was a bigger deal, he was instrumental in finally defeating Hydra. I bet he thinks like a senator is not that big a deal. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I guess that's true, right? He's just breaking into an office and then planting a bug and leaving. Like that is like basic for the type of stuff that they normally do. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess also, especially with Yo-Yo being there, I, I'm, I guess I'm a little surprised that they, maybe the plan felt a little, um, uh, a little clumsy, right? Like why not just send Yo-Yo in? Okay. You do all of that planting the bugs and stuff really quickly. And then they leave. I mean, the only thing I can think of is that she doesn't have the spy training, so she wouldn't know where is the best place to put the bugs. Okay, that's a good point. She is relatively new to the organization compared to everyone. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm. my thought would be, like, use some of these other S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Not people like the face of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Inhumans. Inhumans are a bad choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things are a little political right there. Everyone's on edge, especially yeah. the deer. Yeah, I just... I'm starting to trust Coulson less and less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I mean, the only other thing I can think of is he just... He had no other ideas, and this was it. Like he, he needed the information to bring her down, and no one else in their brainstorming session had any ideas. Yeah, other than Talbot, who said, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, which it wouldn't work. Um, I guess. I mean, I, I'm sure S.H.I.E.L.D. has other technology to get that. Um, which, I guess, actually, now that I think about it, real technology exists. You just plant someone outside for, you know, with the car on a you know, two blocks away, and they just point a directional microphone at the the office. They'll eventually get everything. Yeah, I guess I it also doesn't true. even need to be a person. You just like set it up somewhere, and then it's just pointing there, and you just get all the data. Yeah. Well, hmm. I I do this all the time. Is I the more I think about something, then I start arguing with myself, <laughs> which is why I can never be on debate. But um, they would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for. Uh, May spying on them, which they don't know about. May doesn't even know about it this time. Yeah, that's true. So, all right, since you brought it up, uh, this is something I was... I, I was not completely sure how that worked. Did did May give them up? Robo-May? Because... No. Um, Nadir... Uh, not Nadir. Radcliffe has... Um, um, Deathlock eyes, uh, technology in Robo May, so they're l- watching everything Robo May sees. Okay, got it. All right, so that makes a lot of sense. All right, so yeah, that's revealed in the last scene of this. 
episode. Oh, okay. So yeah, I completely missed that, I guess, because um, one of the things at the beginning of the episode, Radcliffe mentioned having another LMD uh-huh. in, which I assumed was him. I, I wasn't completely sure why why he, he made it sound like there was a second LMD. Um, also in this episode was when we find out that Fitz has been like turning the Ada head on, trying to figure out what's what's going on with her. Um, but uh, so I, I thought maybe that that's what he was referring to. But okay. No, I mean, I think you're right. He is the second LMD. Okay, that makes sense. Um... But yeah, I'm done with Coulson, unless you have anything else with him. No, that's it. That's all I've got. Alright. Uh, Want to move on to Mace? Yeah, that sounds good. Alright. Uh, he's submissive to both Coulson and Talbot. He's lost all authority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, you know, it makes sense, you know, uh, doing exactly what Coulson says, right? Because that's what we saw in the last episode of him basically saying, yeah, okay, I'll do all the political stuff. Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure why he's doing that with Talbot, though. That, like, Is Talbot technically his boss? I'm, I'm kind of wondering if, if that, how that works out. I mean, that's what they make it seem, is like Talbot helped re-legitimize S.H.I.E.L.D. So, like, maybe he could, like, pull his support and then get S.H.I.E.L.D. delegitimized? <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's a good point. There's probably because it's so new. There's probably like internal committees and stuff like that, and they can probably easily if if they really just want to fire Mace, they can. I'm sure. So if Talbot was instrumental in that, he's probably part of whatever committee is overseeing them, and mm-hmm. he he would probably just make life difficult for Mace at, at a at a bare minimum. I'm sure. So okay, yeah. I'm surprised he um, Mace doesn't use his like political maneuvering to try to catch Nadir instead of just um, just letting Coulson spy on her. What do you mean, like? Uh, I mean, there has to be a legitimate way to catch Nadir instead of breaking into her office and illegally spying on a U.S. senator. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's had secret meetings with her before. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he could wear a wire or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, although... I'm not sure what protections are that there are for senators. I, that might still be illegal. Uh, that's I, I guess that's true. I, I do know in the U.S. Mm-hmm. it is legal to record a conversation without the other person's knowledge if you know that they're going to be doing something illegal and you you need to get the proof but then again there's senator so i have yeah you're, you're right i have no idea how that yeah. works. maybe it is best to break into her office and spy on her <laughs> and then use the information there to get something else yeah okay yeah so mace That's- did the right thing by not stopping them Good job, Mace. Okay. <laughs> also, another thing Mace is good at, he's ma- he's good at making people like feel confident. He's just a nice guy, and the way he talks to Daisy when they're in the courtroom about how she doesn't have to put on this act anymore, it's just it's just it's just a sweet thing he does. Yeah, 
he's he's a good he's a good uh manager type of person yeah yeah, yeah. um makes me think as because you said manager do the rest of the non-core shieldies like all the red shirts do they know that colson's now in charge <laughs> um i don't think so um my assumption is that they still get whatever orders and all that stuff from mace and then on down from whoever mm-hmm. you know, however that organization is structured um but when you know a, an actual thing needs to happen either colson will tell mace or mace will say hey colson's in charge of this mission do what he says and then mace will walk away it's yeah. probably something like that like it's it's somewhat hidden i'm sure not even the the regular shieldies that we know of i'm sure they don't know about that exactly um mm-hmm. they might have an inkling uh especially uh mac after last week's episode well yeah he, there might be some su- suspicion <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it will be very obvious when colson moves back into his old office and mace moves into a broom closet as his office <laughs> people will start to talk <laughs> i i mean hey you know if you if you uh, want to get a lot of work done without distractions, you got to go to the room without the giant TV, um, without space for multiple people to congregate. Like that's that's how you're effective as a leader. Broom closet offices that that'll be a thing of the future, I'm sure. I mean, did you watch the American Office? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like when Ryan uh, is put in that broom clo- broom closet office, he gets so much more work done. He starts his own social network and. <laughs> Probably other things that I can't remember. <laughs> All right. I don't remember this this broom closet office that he was in, but it sounds a little familiar. Although, yeah. especially once you mentioned the, what was it, Wolf? Yep. That was the social network? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, those are my two notes for Mace. Do you have anything else? No, no. Nothing, nothing for him. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, one thing that you, you kind of brought up. Um so when he and Daisy were talking at the the court hearing stuff, um, he he kind of makes it seem really sad that he's always on because because he you know was making it sound to her like yeah you know it sucks if you're always on and you're you know never your real self kind of seems like that's what he's doing and it feels a a little sad. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get that. Like the whole time we were suspicious of him for the first part of the season <laughs> was because he was just too nice. Yeah. At least that's why I was suspicious of him. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the nice part might be the only real part of him. Which is yeah. kind of, that's what it seems like. Yeah. No, I agree, but his whole, his colors and the team that trusts is a team that triumphs. Mm-hmm. I mean, the catchphrase. I wonder if there were some S.H.I.E.L.D. agents who didn't trust Captain America for the same reason. He just seemed too good. You know, maybe, but, mm-hmm. but I mean, Steve Rogers pulls it off way better, right? Like, oh, yeah. like you see, I mean, we, we keep talking about this, right? You, you see Mace and after 30 seconds, you, you just want there to be something wrong with him. doesn't matter if it's true or not. Like you, if someone tells you something, you would believe it immediately just because you're looking for it with cap. If someone tells you, oh yeah, he, I don't know, something weird, you're like, no, that doesn't make sense. I'm going to look that up online. And then 
then you don't find it in a legitimate site like you know buzzfeed news or whatever <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah that's what that's what i'm thinking yeah yeah but then again i mean i know i've drunk the kool-aid on how cool captain america is so uh, then it's again i can't be objective mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess we can transition to Daisy since that's who Mace was talking to. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's go with her. Yeah. Um, so she's questioned by the panel mm-hmm. and it's revealed she stole $7 million and <laughs> gave it to, like she did at Robin Hood. She gave, she stole from maybe not even the rich, just the people who had the money in the bank and gave it to the poor. Oh no, she stole from the watchdogs and gave it to the inhumans in need. Mm-hmm. Which was probably the only way, or the only reason she was, uh, I don't want to say allowed to get away with it, but, I mean, stealing that, that much money, that's that's a lot. But then again, stealing it from a terrorist organization, essentially, eh, people care less. Yeah, but she did, it's from Watchdog Accounts, so she stole from a bank. I guess that's true. And then yeah. never came up, <laughs> like, with the shields, <laughs> shieldies? <laughs> How do we handle this question? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point. Like, so the the types of questions that she was asked, it, it really feels like no one um, prepped her on this. Like, oh, yeah, so you're probably going to ask you this question. How mm-hmm. would you respond? Oh, OK, so that's a bad response. Let's work on that. Um, instead, they just let her go out there with the, the default responses. Yeah, and Daisy's not the most calculated person in her responses, just in general. Yeah, she's very emotional. We we see yeah. that all the time. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but like that's just her immediate response. Yeah. Honestly, she should have been coached by Simmons. I think Simmons would have given them the best responses. Really? Not Mace? Because that's like his whole thing. Uh, I don't know. Mace. Maybe I just don't trust him. He's too nice. <laughs> I think want Simmons there to be is something the... wrong with him. Okay. Yeah. I think Simmons is the best is because she. She's really good at seeing both sides of a situation. That's true. So so that way then she she can at least come up with what's a good response to that question of like, like, oh, okay, so they're thinking this is really bad. So say it in this way and it seems less bad. That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. I think Mace and Simmons should have been coaching her. Yeah, definitely should have had some some practice there. I I wonder if some of those questions because I mean, I have no idea how this stuff works, but I, I I think in some instances, like maybe they'll let you know ahead of time, like here's some questions we might ask you or things like this and that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, I think, though, in this situation, everyone seemed jovial and like, oh, Quake, you're such a good person now, except for Nadir. And I don't think Nadir would have been like, yeah, I'm totally going to ask you these questions, so be prepared. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> yeah i mean and i guess really they just had to assume those worst questions would have come up but yeah i guess you're right i didn't really think about it that everyone else was nice until nadir yeah yeah, yeah they, they were joking and smiling and stuff like that until nadir came up is she the oh well this isn't the whole congress there aren't 102 people there <laughs> yeah it's, it's is... like a subcommittee of some sort right yeah and she's the only anti-inhuman on the subcommittee um maybe um or 
uh, I mean, I, I'm sure there are other things, right? Like, like maybe she is the only one who personally dislikes Inhumans. Um, there could be other senators there, right? Is it? I forget. Yeah, senators. Um, mm-hmm. There could be other senators that um, dislike Inhumans only for the politics. That could be what's going on too. Um, but then again, what was it? The second episode of the season, we saw uh, Mace like rubbing elbows with people from Congress to give them money for running shield. Uh, so maybe mm-hmm. the other people on the committee are like still like, yeah, shield's fine. If Mace trusts her, I trust her. Like that could be yeah. their, their mindset. That's true. They should just try to win over Nadir. Just, well, they actually, they did. They sent Simmons and it didn't work out well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It ended with Nadir killing her brother. Yep. Hmm. All right. Well, anything else for Mace? Uh, no, that, that's it. Um, yeah, no, he, he's in like one other scene later and, and that's it. I mean, they, I, I think they make it seem like they're, they're not sure if they should trust Mace. Uh, but we, we find out in the episode. Yeah, it's definitely, he's not the mole and neither is Talbot, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hmm. Who have you got next in, in your list? Um, we can either go because they're both of these are kind of separate. I've got May, um, not May, Mac and Yo Yo together, and I've got Fitz by himself. So uh, which one do you want to go do first? Let's do Fitz first, just because it's one person. It'll be All right. Here. Um, most of the stuff I have for Fitz is just the ending with uh, Radcliffe. Yeah, I mean the rest of the episode, he's really just kind of obsessing over you know, the research into this Ada head that he's, that he's got. So not much happens there. Yeah. Um, Fitz pulls a Colson where he just decides to shoot this guy in the head. What if he was wrong? <laughs> what if <laughs> he was an LMD and just splattered his brains all over the, the cell? Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, so, Okay. Going back to what was it, episode two or three of the season? Mm-hmm. Um, Simmons walks in to, to Radcliffe's house and immediately can tell that Ada is an android. Yeah. I, I'm wondering how she could tell because I'm wondering if that's what Fitz picked up on here. Like maybe there were specific body type of things um, that, that came up. Uh, but yeah. no, I mean, you're you're right. Like, no idea what would have happened if he was wrong. <laughs> uh, about the recognizing that Ada was an android, there's two reasons why they didn't realize that Radcliffe was an android. Okay. One is Simmons knew about Ada as his personal assistant, you know, the Siri or Alexa-style program before the body was invented. That's right. Okay. And also, this is an LMD post Darkhold. So it's a lot more realistic and self-aware. That's true. Yeah. I mean, no one has noticed yet that May is uh has been replaced. So Yeah, I mean, it took a while for May to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um and and this Robo Radcliffe also probably doesn't even think he's fake. So um similar yeah. to to Robo May. Um hmm. Okay. Because I, I mean, I remember thinking because I didn't remember that from you know previously watching that this was a, a, a Robo Radcliffe, uh, but you know part of that conversation I thought, 
oh, I wonder if he's an android. And then, yeah, it turns out that's what it was. But, you know, I was guessing. I wasn't <laughs> willing to shoot someone in the head over it. I know. <laughs> Very rarely am I confident enough in anything to shoot someone in the head over it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I was glad to see that Fitz wasn't becoming obsessed with uh, bringing Ada back. Because, like I've said before, Fitz has always been, like, teetering on becoming a villain a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he gets very obsessive about things and if he wanted to be a villain he could pull it off yeah i mean we saw what happened back when uh simmons was missing for a few months and mm-hmm. you know the, the types of missions he just threw himself into like, yeah uh, and i i think about the time he almost suffocated um ward to death in that cell oh yeah that's you know, right that that cell that has a setting of turning off the oxygen <laughs> like all good cells <laughs> mm-hmm uh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Why? But yeah. <laughs> like, I, guess, I, don't know. I guess I can imagine there's like a bit of a torture element to it, right? Like that's why you would do that. Um, or maybe it's a to save them and you don't want to go in there. You, you're just going to knock them unconscious by removing the air. Um, I wonder if it can actually kill them because I wonder if it'll like remove the air long enough although i guess ward did almost die so i guess it it was gone long enough yeah i don't know why they had that setting (laughs) it's one of the (laughs) mysteries of marvel that we will never find the answer to uh eh, oh well i mean you know it's it's definitely one of those things the writers just wanted it and that's how it went oh yeah it was a dramatic scene it was a good scene oh yeah definitely Yeah, well, just like that time with Ward, he is devastated because he was betrayed again for, this is like, what, four times in four seasons? <laughs> yeah, what, what happened last season? Um, Let's see, La- Daisy. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, then yeah, yep, yep, that happens. And once you're like, these are the things that you can just assume will happen in S.H.I.E.L.D., Um, you know? Someone will hack their base. Someone mm-hmm. will, or and or um, you know, break into it. Uh, someone will kidnap Simmons. Someone will betray Fitz. Like, yeah, it's true. It's all true. Yeah. All right. Um, that's all I have for Fitz. Okay. All right. Then uh, moving on to Mac and Yo-Yo. Yeah, sounds good. Finish, finish off our, our heroes. Yeah, <laughs> in the most depressing way possible, again. Ah, oh, man, didn't think of that. Uh. <laughs> no. Thanks, Al. And I let you choose between Fitz and Mac. Uh, All right. On the bright side, this will be a quick section, I hope. Yeah. Um, We get uh, some of Mac's backstory. And we kind of realize that, hey, we didn't know any of Mac's backstory. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's a lot of backstory we don't know about other characters, too. Yeah. Right? That's true. But we, like Yo-Yo, just want to know all of it right now. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we get a little hint that there's some more information, we want to know everything. Just like, yeah. you know, we, uh, at the beginning of Star Wars The Force Awakens, we were like, oh, uh, Ray is an orphan. Well, now we want to know everything about her parents. And then we had to wait two more movies. And then we found out, and, you know, I have opinions. They're not all positive. (laughs) 
That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Max backstory. Yeah. <laughs> which also is not positive. No, it's true. Um, yeah, we find out that he had a daughter named Hope, who um, I assume she was a, a mutant, because in the comics, Hope was a mutant. Wasn't she, like, the first new mutant born? After what, day? What was that actually? Is that, I mean, there's there's a mutant named Hope. Was that actually Max's daughter? or No, it was oh, Scott okay. Summer's daughter, and I actually don't know who the mother was. Oh, okay. I All right. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know much about the uh about the the mutants on the X Men side. So okay, yeah. Hope Summers does sound familiar, but then yeah. again, there's like a thousand Summerses, so yeah. mm-hmm. including Buffy. Yeah, there you go. Right, yeah. everyone, everyone is related to Scott Summers in somehow in some way. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. So Yo Yo, you know her personality. She. She jumps to conclusions. She rushes into everything. So she assumes that he's cheating on her. Which is like a good assumption. He's seeing his ex-wife. Yeah, I, I guess if, if you were dating someone and they immediately become distant and then you find out they're seeing their ex for a day, like, okay, something weird's going on. But uh, yeah, don't don't need to jump to that conclusion. He's right there. You can You can wait five seconds to... To ask what happened. <laughs> no, you can't. She has super speed. Everything needs to be fast. All right. I guess that's fair. He, he is really slow with his turtle speed. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I also like how Yo-Yo can see... I don't know how obvious it is or just Yo-Yo seeing it from the outside, but that Coulson is into May. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, I mean... Again, we see it as the audience because they've been building that recently this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess it is kind of hidden because it's not like they're doing that around other people, that flirting or whatever kind of stuff is going on, right? Whenever we as the audience see it, it's just the two of them away from everyone else. Yeah, that's true. Huh. Yeah, and I mean, Yo-Yo's new to this. She's seeing it like the audience. She's not part of the team. Well, she is part of the team now, but she's seeing it as a newcomer to the team. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> so, so she's learning the uh, the relationships that everyone has within mm-hmm. each with with each other. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have anything else for Mac and Yo-Yo or any of the other heroes? Uh, no, I've uh. I've got nothing for them. Alright. Let's move on to our villains. Alright. Oh, uh, didn't we move our, our ad break up between the villains? Cause... Let's move on to the ad break, because you're <laughs> right. I did not do that. I have to change that for next week. Alright, yeah, anyway. I know. Mine our ad break. <laughs> Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration... The Jerry. All right, Tony, I'm going to count to three, and then, after counting to three, at the same time, you and I are both going to say something we enjoy. All right, remember, it's one, two, three, and go. All right. One, two, three. Sleep. Ad breaks. (laughs) That's right. We all like to sleep. But we don't like being unproductive during those six to seven hours a night. That's why our friends at Framework Naps have your back. 
Imagine getting a full, restful night's sleep, reaching REM state, and still being able to watch that TV show you're binging. Or spending the entire night obsessing over how dumb you sounded in that conversation with a friend two years ago. Or, even this, spending the entire night writing ads for that podcast you're on that no one listens to. When you use Framework Naps, you get an entire 12 by 12 virtual room to yourself to do whatever you want inside. And with their new membership option, you can pay a flat monthly rate instead of paying by the minute. Use promo code MCU Rewind to upgrade to a 20 by 20 foot room. Remember their name, Framework Naps, the company that helps you be productive in your sleep and also during naps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I you know I stress about a lot of things. This podcast, not one of them. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the only time I think I stress is when we still have like an hour left until we start recording, and I realize that I haven't written an ad read. That's about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I mean, you mean you haven't gotten the email from our sponsor about the ad read? Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, the the things that they want us to mention in it, right? Yeah. You know, they, the the little bullet point list. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, now we can move on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! That's right. Um, so who who are our villains exactly? So we've got Robo May and I yeah. guess Robo Radcliffe and I guess real Radcliffe and Nadir. Is it just them? And and I have one thing for Ada. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we can start wherever. I have Robo Radcliffe and Radcliffe is the same person. We don't <laughs> know he's a robot until literally the last two minutes of the episode. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, okay, let's start with the simple one, probably Nadir, because she's a separate storyline from all the other Robo stuff that's going on, except mm-hmm. for the end when they all converge, because real Radcliffe is talking to Nadir. Anyway, let's start with Nadir. Um, wh- wh- what have you got with her? Um, she mysteriously knew that the bugs were going to be planted. Um, the fact that the other Sander should be suspicious. That it was so planned. Mm-hmm. Like, that they brought them in right in the middle of the hearing. Right in the middle of Nadir's questioning. I'm I'm wondering how long the Shieldies were waiting outside <laughs> for the timing. Yeah, so... And and I think it's even worse than that, too. Uh, yeah, they're were, they were probably, like, just waiting for that, that line. Um, <clears throat> but, like, when... Uh, when they get knocked out... The, what was it? That one security guard... Or, or officer i have no idea who works security for for those offices um they they say oh yep she's the fast one so they they knew exactly who it was mm-hmm. right which is what tipped off colson um but so it's it's kind of like nadir isn't even trying to hide the fact that that she has inside information um yeah. and then in addition to that because nadir was you know she had her whole little monologue of trying to like find the uh you know or find whole monologue about like why shield is so bad um and you know then to bring in the the shieldies um did she have like a phone out or anything uh, i 
or is she even allowed to have a phone out? Because I know in some of those situations, you know, the rules are that they can't, but I have no idea what this, the re- the thing, reason that I'm bringing this up is, did she know that they already caught them? Or was she just going to do a monologue and really <laughs> hope that they caught Colson and Yo-Yo? <laughs> well, I wonder if she was planning like a whole filibuster thing and she was going to talk for like hours until <laughs> either they brought uh, Colson and them in or it was too late for uh for Daisy to sign the accords. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know if you can filibuster a subcommittee. But Yeah, that's a good point. I I actually don't think you can. The little I know about it is like they allot each senator or congressperson like two minutes or however many minutes they've agreed on. Oh, you know, actually, yeah, that's a good point. The one type of subcommittee hearing I ever watched for a little bit, they would like, while they weren't cutting people off with time, they were like telling them, hey, you've you've only got, or you're like a minute over or something like, and then they had to stop. So, okay. Yeah. So this was actually, they must have, maybe they caught them within like the first five minutes of the subcommittee and they were waiting outside until Nadir's turn. (laughs) <laughs> okay that that makes sense at least so so nadir already knew because that's when like she found out and then walked up yeah okay i assume so okay that works either way they got the message to her okay yeah no one noticed the paper airplane flying through <laughs> the <laughs> place and just landing right in front of her like, they uh-huh. they asked Yo-Yo really quickly, like, hey, can can you do us a favor? Listen, we're going to take these handcuffs off of you. Can you just go put this note on the deer on her on her uh, lap or something so no one else sees it? And then just come right back. And then yeah, for I some mean, reason, she, she said, okay. I mean, she tried to run away, but her powers is she has to come back to the same spot. <laughs> so <they> just, <laughs> after, after doing that four times, she just tried, kept running away and kept coming back. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I might as well deliver this message for you. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, she tried it four times, and then afterwards she was like, well, I might as well at least get something out of this. So then she went and grabbed a coffee and like a donut, mm-hmm. too, and then she dropped off the note. And then she sat yep. down and drank her coffee and ate the donut. Yep. And Colson then... wasn't happy because she didn't bring him anything. No, I mean, that's not fair yeah. at all. Yeah. Doesn't he know that he's back to being the boss? Gosh. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh, do right, you have anything else Okay. <laughs> That's all I have for the deer. All right. Uh cool. So then now on to all of the robo people. Um yeah. how do you wanna go about this? We'll start with the Robo May. Is that you think that's the easiest? Sure. Okay. Alright, uh, so, so we... I... mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Good. Oh, okay. I was probably gonna say exactly what you were gonna say. Um I mean so throughout this episode she's like trying to kind of hide what's up going on with her, but like trying to figure it out. Um and she it's interesting because she, again, because she thinks that she's the the real May. Um, so she thinks that Radcliffe did something to her. Like there's like something wrong with her or um, she's been upgraded because, I mean, that's what Radcliffe was doing when they first met him. He was like, how, what, what was the phrase again? When they like add hmm. stuff to people? Um, incept? No, no. When, with like, <laughs> like replacing your eyes with... Oh, augment. Yeah. yeah, there you go. When he was augmenting people. So she probably thought like he did that to her against her will. Like, um, but no, turns out she's a robot. 
Well, yeah, I mean, didn't wasn't this the end of last episode? Oh no, oh, no, this is the end of this episode. She tries to like kill Radcliffe, but she's programmed not to want to. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And and that's when uh, the Shield people show up to arrest Radcliffe. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. Like he also um, says he programs her to not want to tell anybody that she's an LMD. It probably manifests as like an insecurity more than anything else, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder how that that manifests. Um, because if she is very human like in her thinking, yeah, that's probably a a way to to do that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know insecurity. Maybe it's a fear. Maybe one of those like if it comes out bad stuff happens to everyone in a sense. And so like, you really don't want to, to tell people that like, that's like a, com- a compulsion. Well, um, like some obsessive compulsive disorders from my understanding is like some people believe if they don't do whatever this thing is, like turn the lights on and off 12 times or something, something bad will happen to them. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's like that. Yeah. But my thought would be like, she has these feelings for Coulson. Coulson, she'll have this deep fit insecurity that he'll reject her if he finds out she's an LMD. True. Or also, she knows that if you know if she's an LMD, she'll probably be killed or gotten rid of. Or at a minimum, real May will be the one who ends up with Coulson instead yeah. of Robo May. Yeah, it does bring the question. And she's probably thinking the same time. Is are these feelings she's having for Coulson that are stronger than previous feelings? Are they hers or are they are his programming? <gasps> yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we... I would assume that based off of what we know for the story, just as a as a viewer, yeah, it's probably her real feelings. But that's yeah, a good. Then again, I mean, she's probably thinking like maybe it's a reason to make me want to get closer to Coulson to spy on him. Exactly. I mean, being programmed like that, you don't know what is actually you and what has been programmed by Radcliffe. True. Yeah. Well, these existential questions brought to you by MCU Rewind. Listen to our Doctor Strange episode for more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've got a lot of those. The yeah. third episode. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all I have for Robome. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, same here. Um, Ada or Radcliffe? Where do you want to go next? I have one thing for Ada only. Okay. Because she asks a question that I also ask. <laughs> Why are they keeping May alive other than plot armor? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. Um. I mean, was it? No, it was last episode, last week's episode, where Radcliffe was very much on the side of not killing people. And yeah, but he hasn't tried it. He doesn't know. <laughs> That's true. And Ada's tried it, and I guess she's learned that it's not as bad as people say. Is yeah, that, is that what we're leading with that? Okay. I mean, that's I think the moral of this whole shield thing. It's not that bad to kill someone. <laughs> That's why it doesn't matter if you use icers or real bullets. 
we are, we are never going to stop making fun of who was it Zack Snyder? Was it, yeah, that? Zack Snyder and Man of Steel. <laughs> no, because right. it was the stupidest thing ever in a superhero movie. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> I just I, I just want to bring up that um, you know, in case someone who's listening to this right now didn't listen before, that we're making fun of of something someone said. Not that we're saying it's okay to kill people. I just I want to be clear. Okay. About that. Um, <laughs> um, but also, I I mean, I that's probably just. Radcliffe's thing he just doesn't want to kill people um avoid it where possible mm-hmm. um I mean not to really give a much of a spoiler but in next week's episode there is a scene where Radcliffe stops someone from uh potentially being killed but probably being tortured essentially so yeah because he just he doesn't like it uh, yeah that's true Radcliffe's a softy and I think it won't take long for Ada to know that. <laughs> yeah, probably not too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now we can go on to Radcliffe, since we're talking about him anyway. <laughs> All right, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, what have you got for him? Uh, I like at the end when May, or towards the end, when May, Robo May comes and confronts him, he's more concerned about studying her behavior and her reactions than her actual anger. <laughs> well, he knows he's safe. Yeah. I mean, Al, you know this more than I do about so, uh, being an engineer and, and working with all this stuff. Um, how often do you trust the things you build? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. He could have been killed <laughs> immediately. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my limited experience is if... You know how it works. You know how it can go wrong. And she is the first life model decoy with this type of technology in her. Yeah, powered by an anger stick. So she, <laughs> this, this robot wants to kill. That's the question. <laughs> is she still amped up by the um, anger stick since RoboMay never actually touched it? Well, I, I mean, I assume RoboMay is, I mean, her, her emotions are right like i thought that that's what they said in that episode back in season one that the that emotionally she's always just going to be angry not that she's stronger or more powerful because of holding it okay i thought she was stronger and more powerful but you know it's been years since we watched that episode <laughs> that's true no idea what how long well what it's been what three years of recording for us four uh 2017 <laughs> so 2017 or 2018 i can't remember when we recorded the episode Okay, yeah. So yeah. it's been a while. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so we find out that he's the leak and he's the Andy. Um, it's weird that that means his LMD spoke about himself in the third person when he was talking about the other LMD. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So so then did that Radcliffe LMD know he was an LMD? I think he knew he was an LMD. Okay. Especially since Radcliffe like cloned his memory so he would know what's happening. True. I mean, I assume that he erases that part of the memory, just like he erased the part of May's memory where she was knocked out by Ada. I don't know if he would. I because he needs to know that he's part of the plan 
And if the LMD thinks he's the real Radcliffe, he wouldn't want to go back in the base. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then the last thing I have for him is uh, what he's doing to May is making her relive Bahrain, except for this time she's the winner. So I don't actually know what that does to May psychologically after this. Yeah, that's going to get weird. You know what? May goes through some other psychological issues, I think, between now and the end of the season. So this might be um, the least of her worries, maybe? Yeah. You know, actually, I don't know. A lot of stuff happens between now and the end of the show. We're only halfway through. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Ooh, that's right. This is episode 11. Okay. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, well, no, the last two seasons are short. I was going to say, hey, we're halfway through the entire series, but we passed that a while ago. Yeah, that's true. What are they, like 10 episodes? Seasons, I, or? I know the last season's 13. And I, I'm not completely sure if the... I know the sixth season is shorter, but I don't know how much shorter. Hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Radcliffe or our villains? Uh, no, I've got nothing else for the villains. I'm good to move on to 12%. Uh, well, I have Guy in the Chair. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, I missed that in my notes. Okay, yeah. But it's only, it's only Talbot. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I mean, makes sense. Guy in the Chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. So what have you got for the stash? That he regrets bringing back S.H.I.E.L.D. is a lot more work than he thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, I mean, he probably thought Coulson would leave him alone more. Yeah, especially since Coulson wasn't in charge anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or maybe he thought like, oh, you know what? If I'm responsible for bringing back S.H.I.E.L.D., then yay, good on me. That's me, the general doing cool stuff but now he's like it's all the paperwork all the micromanaging he probably has to do with mace yeah yeah that's true all right well that's it (laughs) (laughs) okay uh so i have one thing for the 12 percent of the plan stark tower is your baby give yourself 12 percent with credit 12%. 12%. An argument can be made for 15 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? All right, I've um, got a couple things. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Then I'll just do my one. Um... Tony, do you think any of the other Inhumans had to go through the court proceedings like what Daisy went through? Or was she like a special case because she stole $7 million? I think she was a special case. I mean, we see exactly what uh, Yo-Yo has to go through, which is going into Mace's office and signing a paper or a tablet. Hmm. Okay. So why why did Daisy have to go through this? Like, what was her special case? Her special case was she was branded as a terrorist by S.H.I.E.L.D. And then she did things that were considered crimes. So I bet there was at least some senators like Nadir and whoever's in her caucus. 
saying, hey, we need to investigate this. We're going to hold hearings, rah, rah, rah. Okay, got it. So it's it's basically trying to do due diligence and like like seeing if she's fit to work for this organization. Okay, mm-hmm. that works. I'll yeah. take it. Alright, um, my things, uh, we get to, I do appreciate these LMD red herrings we get throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Simmons, at one point, says Colson and Daisy are not acting like themselves. This is after we find out that there's another, um, LMD on the base. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, so Simmons says Colson and Daisy are not acting like themselves. And then Yo-Yo says Mac's arms are unreal. And you know <laughs> what? Colson is not acting like himself. Because he keeps shooting people. Or taking stupid risks. <laughs> and you know what? Mac has magnificent arms. So I don't think either of those are in- inaccurate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just and, messing with us. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then the last thing is the timeline. We get the flashback saying it's only been four days since Ghost Rider, since Ghost Rider um, was there. Since that time, Ada attacked, there was an assassination attempt on Mace, and the plane crash. I can't tell if this has been an eventful work week, or this is just how it always is in S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that's why I hate timings on TV shows. Like, I, I really wish that, and I think I've said this before, that I really wish the TV show would tell you, like, okay, it's now been two days since last week's episode. So like you get mm-hmm. that sense of how long it's been, which I think would also be great, especially for something you binge, like something on Netflix. Um, uh, and it probably might f- help the, the writers get a little bit better with that. Like in terms of like describing to us, the audience of like, like, Oh, if all of this stuff is an hour later, then like it's it just, it's continuous. Right. Cause I think I had that similar complaint back when we talked about season two of daredevil right it starts in the summer on the Mm -hmm. like hottest week of the year and it ends on christmas eve and it feels like it's only been a week it's true (laughs) because every episode leads into the next one but then at some point there's some time in between during those episodes yeah so yeah that's what we should do for like well iron fist is our next netflix show we should watch the first episode and then check out the end of the last episode to see how much time, if we can tell how much time has passed, and then try to track it throughout the coverage. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Might do that. We won't yeah. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we won't remember, and also, I mean, neither of us remember liking that series, that season, well, series. Well, um, but, so we probably just won't want to watch more. No, you know what, dude? We're, I think we're going to have the most fun watching that season, The Inhumans, because. It'll be fun to make fun of it. That's true. Yeah, we'll just lean into it. Okay, that works. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, now we can rate it. Okay, cool. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? Do I? I, I? I choose a thing. All right, Tony. Yes. Um, how many um, fake teammates do you rate this episode? I give this episode three. 
had some good surprises, but overall, I wasn't too thrilled with the whole thing. Yeah, I'm uh, basically going with the same reasoning there, but I'm going to go lower. I'm going with a two. Um, yeah. I just think a few of the things just felt way too over the top. Like um, the way Senator Nadir, like she had her whole speech ready. It, it felt like like she wanted to sound really cool, but it just it played her hand. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of stupid, I thought. Like like there there was a better way to go about doing that and that would be effective instead of hoping that they actually did catch Coulson and Yo-Yo and, and all that stuff. So, eh. yeah. In my opinion, I think after, like, all the previous villains, a senator is not the strongest villain for the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to wrap it up? Yeah, sounds good. So, everybody, join us next time as we cover Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 12, Hot Potato, potato Soup. I can't read. Hot Potato Soup. And remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind and give us that rating. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 10. Wake up! Signing off. Have a marvelous new year. Wake up, wake up. It's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up. It's time to wake up. The alarm clock buzz. The day has begun. It's time to wake up. Brush, 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 brush your teeth till your smile shines bright and your teeth get clean. Wash, 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 wash your face. Take your time, it's not a race. Wake up, wake up, 